to episode number 108 of the Better Yet Podcast. I'm Tim Crisp, your host. Better Yet is a long-form interview podcast featuring musicians talking about influence, talking about writing, and talking about being around. Oh, 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 oh. we are back over here on Better Yet, some Romeo Void. Jim Shoma of Dark Thoughts is on the show this week. Took the week off there. It was a, it was a bit chaotic over here. Lily was sick, like so sick. We weren't sure what was going on. Neither did the vets. Jay ended up taking her a few times. The second time they took her in, uh, they gave her an X-ray, and it looked like something was stuck in her guts, and that she'd need a surgery. And then we brought her back in for the surgery. They took another X-ray. Whatever was there wasn't there not sure if she passed it but within a couple days she was acting more and more herself now we're back at 100 percent. and let me tell you first off i love this dog that was never a question but when they're sick and she wasn't eating or drinking water that's when you realize to what extent you do anything to help out this animal this girl so me, I'm boiling chicken for her. I'm giving her some broth to drink, trying to will her back to good health. But here's the part of it. You ready for this? As we've discussed, Chloe, bit of a bully, kind of a domineering figure in this house. But when Lily was sick, Chloe was so nice to her, sitting by her, even went to try and lay in the dog bed with her, just unheard of. It was a heartwarming moment. We're all happy that Lily is back in shape. This home is feeling centered once again. My guest this week, Jim Shomo of Dark Thoughts. Dark Thoughts is a band from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania that Jim started up as his one-person project. The Holidays was drawing to a close. Dark Thoughts was an exploration of Jim's poppier side that was coming out of those holiday songs and comes out of a love of power pop and the Ramones and this band, they hit the ground running after a well-circulated demo, a self-titled LP in 2016, which is just one of those records that if you heard it, you probably haven't stopped going back to it. And here we are a couple of years later with a new Dark Thoughts record, a record called At Work. Upping the ante. I was excited to have Jim over. This is a project that, while on the surface is so straightforward, I've always read a certain intentionality to it, and I was happy to find out that my suspicions were true. Jim, super thoughtful dude, with lots of thoughts about art, punk, hardcore, and we went in on all of it. A fun interview this week, so let's get to it. But we'll start with a song. This is Gimme Soda, followed by my interview with Jim Shomo. Give me something, give me something I can drink. Give me anything, I'm gonna teach you how to laugh. Speak about anything else, and I can be anywhere but hell. If I had to suck, everybody blow up. Not so sick of pretending that it's just the way it goes. Everybody knows nobody wants to say 
something but <laughs> i don't think anybody thinks that you're annoying i don't think you know the people that we know <laughs> oh all right all right i see how it is so so everybody so is that is that the rap on dark thoughts in philly is uh those annoying they play <laughs> those really annoying well. people that uh-huh. play really well <laughs> a bunch of snobs well, that is, you know, it is, it is funny to think about, I, I guess, like you being, you being a Philly band, because Philly's got so much stuff going on. Like there's so many separate like music scenes in there. And it's like, I, you know, y'all, what do you kind of fit in with like that, like that stupid bag crowd, the people that that live in there, like swearing and people and stuff like that. Or is there like I a, I don't even really know if that particularly, I mean, we, I, I think like. I've been kind of laughing about this tour that we're doing right now because it's like we we kind of fit on a lot of different stuff and it's like like tonight we're playing with Arctic Flowers. Yeah. And then like 3 days from now we're playing with and last time we played Negative Scanner. Uh-huh. 3 days from now we're playing with Impalers. Like it's not really like Yeah. Like we're and we're like opening for Annihilation Time like the day after that. <laughs> so it's like this like we we kind of I mean, that's one of the things that's, like, kind of fun with this band is that, like, it's not like we started it to be, like, we're going to be a different band or something or whatever. We're just, right. like, a punk band. Yeah. We just like punk. But I think, I think that, <laughs> but, like, you are, yeah. you probably align with, you know, a sensibility that, like, we all start kind of at the same spot, right? Like, there's, there's nobody that gets into punk who doesn't know at least the Ramones singles. Yeah, and I guess like, that's, yeah. You know, that's, you, you're doing something that everyone's just like, oh, yeah, like, I, I know where this is coming from, and I get it. <laughs> and, it, you know, even if the band's, like, you know, the band before sounded uh, a little bit heavier, the band after sounds maybe a little bit twinklier or something like that. Uh-huh. It doesn't, yeah. You fit wherever. The thing with Chicago is that it's like, you know, you are playing with Arctic Flowers tonight, but, like, there's been sort of a separation that's happened over the last few years. It's oh, like really? Things are just happen like happening like separately, and it's I don't really know how these things happen, but they just kind of do. Mm-hmm. So, but it, you know, I mean, it's like, a little bit more immersed. You think it's a? I feel like it's a thing that like uh, like punk goes in waves. I know yeah. we've been talking a lot about it. I feel like it's not to not that I'm talking shit or anything. I feel like it's at a, a bit of a low point at the moment, but also yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk I on say, that. Uh-huh. I can say that like yeah. uh uh in the same respect like we we just played Skullfest in Pittsburgh and it mm-hmm. was insane. I saw like a bunch of really good bands that yeah. like that I mean, including Impalers and like just like a lot of our friends bands and just like people doing really cool stuff and it was like a good like wake up call of just like oh this is really nice and like the people I know are like doing cool right. stuff and like everyone's happy. I was just happy the whole time and it was I, good. You know? I think that that's so, like, you know, that's yeah. kind of like the, the competitive drive, I guess that comes out of like, you know, being in a, in a scene such as this is that it's, it's like you see things and, and they, they make you feel good and it's like inspiring to do better. Yeah. Yeah. It got me it. excited to, to yeah. like, I was like, oh, that was good. I got to play good because that was good, you know? Right, for sure. It's like, oh, scalpel was good, so machine gun's got to be good or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, whatever, it's like, that's <laughs> like a, that was, so yeah, that was, it was fun. It was a good time. But yeah, it's, it goes in waves, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Where'd you grow up? I grew up in, uh, well, I was born in 
Media, Pennsylvania, which is like uh-huh. a suburb of Philadelphia, about like 15 miles away. And okay. then I grew up mainly in Marcus Hook, Pennsylvania, okay. which is about 20 miles away. It's okay. like the same county. It's Delaware County. Delaware County? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because yeah, no. like I said, I got fan. I got folks in like Allentown. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's so further southeast, closer to like if you take the take ninety five south mm-hmm. heading towards Delaware, right. the last exit in Pennsylvania is like where my grandparents live. Basically. Oh, okay. So, so I grew okay. up there, and there's like a. It's not very far from the city. Like, I would go. My family had like a season ticket plan for the Phillies, and we would like go to Phillies games. Like uh-huh. when I was a young kid, like. Yeah. Two, three times a month or whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a train that was a mile from the house that I grew up in, and I would just walk to the train and then take so the train. So when you're getting like into, you're going in to see bands when you're, like, 15, like, that's your, that's yeah, your was, method? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's like for sure. If, if, if not in some random friend's car, then by train. And, right. Yeah, and, it, and that ran pretty late, so it was able to get home at a reasonable it was veteran stadium right the Philly, the old Phillies. yes veteran stadium i went to see the cubs play i grew up in jersey too oh okay cool so um yeah oh you saw the cubs at veteran but stadium i grew up a cubs fan and lived in new jersey and then yeah. i ended up moving here but yeah it was it was the cubs and the phillies and this was like 1996 so it was, was just a, that's just a good time abysmal time <laughs> that was really that was, oh man that, post post that's like my, 93 like, that, like that's my like childhood oh, that's, really? I, it's kind of i like have been like kind of like uh well we're uh, like not to talk sports or anything no, but like hit the, Philly, the phillies are doing good this year which is cool they're yeah. like and i think they're in second place right now but they're like they were at first for a minute so they're like kind of actually doing it i'm kind of reflecting on it because it's the first time yeah, yeah as yeah. an adult that i've they've actually been doing good well and i don't like know we, we like, won the world series i don't know if you if you heard about that the cubs, cubs. The cubs yeah yeah of yeah. course I, yeah. yeah i don't know if yeah. you, um, like we we won the the world series which was uh a big co- deal yeah it was big yeah, the curse cool. yeah well i mean <laughs> and you won it like not that not that long you won ago in 2008 right? right and that was good and uh-huh. that was I, I was i was like in my 20s when that yeah. happened it was really fun you know when yeah I, but it's i like I, I this is the first time i've ever like followed it and they're doing good and i'm like oh and you're like an cool. adult like, and you're like oh cool. this is like this is like getting yeah. through like a work day but like, when i was when i was a kid like I mean, I was I was a I was like a young kid in like 1993, mm-hmm. and I watched the like oh, I mean that, the 93 that, films that were like Blue Jays series. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was devastating. Like I remember, oh, yeah. I remember being so sad. Joe and like Carter the whole thing is the happiest man in the world, and he dude. just destroyed you. <laughs> and the whole thing up to it, where like they won, and they're like they would have lost, and they what, and like all those people are like crazy there's like a, a vhs of like the 1993 phillies so yeah. it's like like a home companion or whatever yeah it's literally called whatever it takes dude oh, man. and the it's insane it's like yeah. they're like listening to spin doctors in the in the uh-huh. like in just the just darren in dalton the locker room and darren and dalton Mickey and like morandini or larry like, larry anderson's like spraying rogaine on his head and like uh-huh. doing like <laughs> It's it's insane. They're like, no, and that's like, I look back on it now, and I'm like, and I'm like, I was a young kid. I was, I thought these people were like the coolest people, like these hillbillies. Oh are yeah, like yeah, the coolest people in the world. Oh, to me. they, they, like, you would, you would hate them if you interacted with them in your cool. real life. Now, I don't Let, know. I might, I mean, because of my upbringing, I might love them. You know? Sure, sure. <laughs> like those particular people, but like anyone like them, you're just like, oh, get oh, out yeah. of my fucking yeah, totally. coffee like, shop. Who is this molded crazy person? You know, Lenny Dykstra tried to pick up my aunt at a bar. 
in I'm like sure he did. He's 19, a creep. 1992 and she was like don't you have a wife and yeah that was that was but that's that's a that's a that's a crisp family legend of, of Lenny yeah. Dykstra trying to <laughs> trying to pick up on my aunt Jody yeah. a college student <laughs> but uh so so um what would your folks do well my dad was a um he worked in a uh like a factory that did uh it was like a what they manu it was a manufacturing company that that made specifically like welders helmets and i think like welding materials mm-hmm. and then he was like a general manager and then my mom did then and still sells uh building supplies uh-huh. like lumber like windows and doors yeah stuff. like she's like goes to she's cool as hell actually she like goes to um drives to like these tough job sites or whatever and like negotiates window sales on all these houses yeah, and yeah, yeah. knows yeah, all this you stuff. Know what? You it's really cool. You yeah. need these it's, double pans. And they give her they give her lots of hell and yeah, she yeah, like yeah. has to fight them over it and stuff. But she's really good. That at it. seems cool. like yeah. it would be kind of like yeah. gr- just grinding a little bit, you know. Which what I mean like is that sort of shit. Sad as it is, like it, being a woman in that field or whatever is like really stupid, even though she's right. been doing it for fucking forty years or whatever. Yeah. But, you know. That's amazing. But, yeah. But she's great. Um, now, now I I listened to an interview with you and uh, and Joseph Gervasi yesterday. I told you I went back. Oh, okay. This was like five years ago. And it was a couple and, years and ago. You, yeah. You mentioned you mentioned your dad in the in the interview, and um, you know, is that something that you? Oh you yeah. Well, like to yeah. My, I mean, talk my, about? yeah. I mean, my dad. I guess without uh, the history, of whatever. My dad um, passed away, committed suicide when I was about seventeen. Yeah. Um, which was you know devastating that's um, so sad it was like a big life-changing thing um yeah i don't know what too much to say about it but he like he he worked in that that company and then he like uh lost his job and suffered from basically had like issues with depression and alcohol and yeah different uh things like that which i've now i've come to terms more with like seeing in my own life like how those things like it's one of those things where it's like when you're 17 you're like oh my god how could this have happened right and when you're Uh 30 it's like oh like you were sad at this time and this thing yeah oh everyone everybody like oh everybody drinks in this family a lot it's like oh maybe maybe this thing was maybe not the best thing to come to terms with right yeah you get through like different passages yeah it's it's a it's a different thing and it was really devastating and it's kind of it, I feel like at this point in my life, it's taken this. It's taken this cycle, where, like, uh, especially between like it was just me and my mom and my brother uh-huh. for, from you know from seventeen till then, and it's like right. I was going into college. My I'd never been to college before, and like my brother's getting out of school, and all these uh, at the same time he's younger than me. Oh, okay. And so it was just this whole thing, like where you're. It's it was literally like I had it's pretty much like I had one life up till that point and my life then started now who I am right. now comes from that point you know? absolutely and like I mean to talk about if to be specific to what we're talking about I guess like I I was already into punk and I was already doing things and stuff like that yeah um but it kind of like I mean it you know thank whoever that I was already into something that I had like a bit of a creative outlet to like at least focus on at that time. Cause yeah. it was, uh, it was a big deal, you know, it was like, for sure. You know, it was just like, you There's know, no, like, guy there wasn't really, yeah, there wasn't really much that. to do, especially uh, when you're, when you're 17, you already don't know what you're doing with yeah. your life and all that stuff. Right. So it was cool. Like, I mean, living that close to the city and 
being already involved in something that like was going on that I had an outlet and like I had, I mean, I obviously not, I didn't have maybe the close friends that I have now, mm-hmm. but that situation and getting into, uh, getting into like being involved in punk or whatever is what kind of made me grow out of that stuff, you know? And like yeah. made me like, made me become a real human and it has also kind of made my like weirdly enough in a weird full circle way, like, uh, dark, like <laughs> dark thoughts is kind of the uh-huh. more, uh, family friendly punk band that I, that I have been in. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like mom can listen to the record or can like come to the show if it's a decent venue. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of become this weird thing that sort of brought it back around that we talk a bit more because it's like, oh, uh-huh. I'm in, oh, I played this weird show in Indiana last night and this, this funny thing happened. Yeah. Like, What's yeah, up yeah. with you? You know, and so uh-huh. we text about it or whatever. Cause they get, and then my, my mom goes to like, weird blues shows and stuff and it's just oh, she's okay. like a yeah. lady about town like uh-huh. she's she's always doing yeah. something so it's just like <laughs> she's sending me pictures like i'm at the gig like doing i'm going to see so-and-so <laughs> right. at the xpn fest or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm like all right cool like it's pretty funny yeah but, that's yeah, great and and yeah I, I feel like the the you know dark thoughts as opposed to like listen to the, to the holidays stuff she's like oh yeah look yeah. that's a nice melody it's, there yeah, Tim. i really like how catchy this it's, song it's is it's not so much like i don't even think that she would know that she knows about any of the other bands that i've uh-huh. been in. like yeah. knows that i was in them but never right listened to or anything oh, check you know? it but, check it out it's yeah. a tape but it's just one track online <laughs> so but, but you yeah. said that you were into punk kind of beforehand so you mm-hmm. know how is your how is that uh gateway process like what, what do you remember like hearing for the first time oh well I, well I had a um interesting we were talking about uh tommy earlier yeah um because he we actually went through this like uh he he has like an extension collection of like uh concert bootlegs like just vhs bootlegs and stuff i believe uh, that I, about it, was, tommy it was cool Morse, yeah. it was awesome uh but um my i so i had like a basically like you know circa 92 93 mm. into like 94 or whatever I had a cooler, older cousin who yeah. basically was like, I was, I don't know, six or seven. Uh-huh. And he's, if I, I mean, anybody who's doing the math on this is probably whatever, but right. I was young and yeah. he, was, he was older than me uh-huh. and was like more aware and was into like Green Day and Nirvana and like the that era of stuff and right. was like dying his hair and going to shows, at, early shows at the, at the church and things like that. Has that and, Unitarian church been doing it for that long? Yeah, that would have been, like, pretty early on. Wow. But, I mean, the, I think the Cabbage Collective shows were, like, mid-90s. mid, mid 90s, I didn't like even realize that. It's about, like, t- it's pushing 30 years. Wow. Like, not in the same hands. Uh-huh. I guess, like, R5 Productions, which yeah. is the ones that mainly do stuff. Uh-huh. Um, they, they've been doing it for probably the longest and pre that was like the cabbage collective who yeah. like that was their introduction to it or whatever yeah. obviously i mean i didn't even get involved in it or going to any of those things till i was i mean until i was like 16 or 17 or whatever but mm-hmm. um but i had a cool cousin who like went to all these things and like i was exposed to green day like pretty young yeah for sure and so it was like and that was on tv and it was like accessible or whatever and through i don't exactly remember but I, I guess it would have been pre like like sixth or seventh grade or whatever. I've, I somehow figured out that Green Day, a Green Day, had done a Ramones cover or something, and figured out who or it was 
some source of like yeah, yeah, yeah. this band is a punk band what's the first punk band and then like uh-huh. that's kind of where it came from and, yeah, I, and yeah. I got into the ramones like very which has kind of led a lot of the rest of my life you know sure bit. But, and and from what there was, was the, what was the first ramones thing that you got uh it's it's alive i think I bought, yeah a yeah, cd of it's alive which was fucking right it was awesome it was yeah. great it was cool great it was the same uh it was like half of it was like the first half of my bus ride and the other half was the other half of my bus ride to go to school. Uh-huh. So it was just like I just every day red yep. Walkman and I would just like put that on and then uh-huh. and then that was my, my like, yeah. soundtrack or whatever. <laughs> and I, and then I would like try and play it in in gym class or whatever and people would be like look yeah. at me like I was a weirdo right <laughs> and I was like so I was like oh I guess well this they play is that Blitzkrieg you know? Bop song you know the one you know the one they played at the Phillies game all the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when did a, you start playing. Um, well, I started playing guitar in, I think like seventh or eighth grade. My dad played guitar, uh-huh. um, and he taught me, um, I don't know why it took me long as, as long as it did to like, be like when I was like eighth grade or whatever, but which yeah. is, I guess young, but, um, but he, he started, he like played in like cover bands and like was like a blues guitar player and, uh-huh. um, he was really good actually too. I still have his guitar. Um, I used to play it for. When Dark Thoughts started, I would I would play that guitar. It's like a it's like a custom seventy five Telecaster. It's wow. like it's maybe the most precious thing that I own. Did you it's record like with insane. that? That's like such a that's the, actually I don't associate that tone with a Telecaster like no, at all. You know, the only thing that I recorded with it was the was the demo tape. Oh, like okay. Our first demo tape. Yeah. Um, and then I think I did like maybe a tour with it, like uh-huh. maybe the first time we went on tour, and then shortly after that. There was like another tour where like a piece of the bridge broke while I was on tour, yeah, and I was just so paranoid about it. It's like so I, precious for to me. For sure, I, it's a, and it's like been such like a weird item that I've like that I've just had for yeah. so long. So it, it just lives in my house now. But yeah, but yeah, I yeah. um but I I I have a Gibson which I play now. You know, yeah. But, um, but it, and I, that that actually happened at the same like I was able to I got a deal on a guitar uh-huh. at the same time that I needed a new guitar or whatever. And right. It, worked yeah, it works out, out. It's perfectly. So, so every, yeah. everything's been with that, that Gibson for, as far as like dark, th- dark, yeah, as far as dark that, that, goes, that yeah. tone's just so freaking dialed in is the thing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so, and then like you end up kind of like playing everything, right? Like you learn how to play drums and all that. It was, is that, is the holidays backing track? Not, I'm, I was under oh, the impression so that you holidays? were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for so holidays was like a project that I did for three or four years. That was kind of like a. Um, it was sort of like it started as like an art project. It was mm-hmm. kind of like the idea was to do like a a punk band that as performance art, which sounds so lame, but <laughs> it's no, like, I'm into uh, it. But yeah. it's, and it was so it was like I mean I I went to school for. Uh, I have a BFA and uh, I just gotten out of school. I went to Tyler school of art and, uh, and I, and I, I was making work about punk and about like different things and trying basically just trying to do stuff about my shit that I was interested in. Yeah. And so, so you, so is it like it, it, well, it came about because I was out of school and I had a lot of free time and I was uh-huh. like, it wasn't doing anything. No, let's go back to the punk and the, the art stuff. I like okay. this. I like this a lot. Yeah, yeah. well, it's, I guess the, the I like I, I finished school mm-hmm. and I was still making work. Like, right. I, I mean, I still make work. I'm like do stuff at home and everything. Yeah. But uh, so I, I had this idea that was like, um, what if I what if I had this band like a punk band that had all this, I guess I it. 
it's uh, the sense of idealism or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was self-sufficient, like, like right. fully. And so self-sufficient then became like, it's just me. It has, so it's all on me. Yeah. So I have to record everything uh-huh. and then I have to, so then it became like, all right, well, what's the simplest way I can do this? So right. then it's like stripped down and it was like, all right, well, I can play guitar and then I'll, I'll record the drums and bass. And it kind of like, it also came out of necessity where like, I, there's like a, some original recordings that are kind of more like dark thoughts songs that mm-hmm. were like poppier yeah. that, um, that I just recorded all of them, but I didn't play live. And then mm. I sort of, when I wanted to play live, I kind of, after the first few times, I kind of realized the the poppier end of the songs was, it, kind of, it was just boring to, to be playing on my own. Like, it was just not interesting. Right. So it be, kind of became more of the, like, I mean, I, I... If you're just doing a thing for, you know, eight repetitions, and it's like doing it, a thing it's for like, four. It, I yeah. want to do something that's going to, like, and the, the the stuff that was more gripping or whatever was maybe stuff that was more like U.S. hardcore based and like things, which, yeah. which I'm also, I love hardcore. And, right. And so I kind of became like, all right, I'm going to write like a simple, I like rewrote some stuff and I was like, I'm just going to write a simple like punk demo mm-hmm. and that's going to be kind of the template. And then it was just like, all right, do that. And then it's a simple thing. And it's just like, and a lot of it was like loosely, some of the, some of the songs had like loose, like, artistic references and stuff like that but like uh-huh. only really in my mind or whatever and it's kind of like it, it was a fun project if someone to like do. read into it they yeah. would see it but but it was exhausting like, yeah i would imagine it was so. it was so like i would get so stressed out uh-huh. <laughs> and like I, I think back on it i'm like god i like well it you was, got nobody else to just like take care of anything you got no one else to just be like and it's why yo and it i'm became, tired like, are you yeah. tired all right cool as yeah. long as we're able to just and like, it was talk and it was like it. wires and cables and pas and yeah. what's the microphone situation uh-huh. and who's, who's where's the show and right i don't drive how am i gonna get the stuff to the show and all these different things uh-huh. which made it like way more it was an investment for sure for like yeah. a long time and it was fun like i i guess i i it's weird that it's it's that's came up on this trip a couple times. I, I I didn't think that anybody really ever saw or cared about that band. But yeah, um, well, you toured out here with it. Played right? Chicago yeah. two or three times. I think. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, the last time I went to the twenty forty where we're playing tonight was with Holidays. So it was oh, Holidays okay. and the Stasi was one of the last times I was here. Oh wow! And uh, uh, and then like it, I did like a couple East Coast and Midwest tours. Uh huh. Um, one of which included a, a sort of like failed tour, which then turned into a bus tour, uh-huh. which became this whole other thing that was you like got all this shit. They well, just it was like this. It was like bus. this endurance thing that, which yeah. ended up being really, really fun. And like, I met uh-huh. actually, I feel like I met a lot of like very close friends. Yeah, on that tour because of just like the. It was kind of this weird like magic of punk store or whatever yeah, you know that you're was just meeting like, all these hey, all I'm these people and you're like doing a weird I, thing I re- and you're figuring it out yeah, and, and, and there was a lot of people that like i know now that i i am very close with because they were very kind to me and like, yeah it's a very assumptive thing to be like hey i i need so much of you <laughs> to be able to do this really stupid thing you know and it's which is which is like is touring in general you know is such right. a is such a like uh is such a privilege you know it's like thank god that anybody would see would even care to watch any band you know what i mean right so it's like i 
I in my better moments I try and keep that in the back of my mind. Obviously everybody gets tired and it's we, like and I it's, hate this. It's you know, not, you, know you meet but, some yeah. you, you meet someone like Tommy and you know, you go and and you play his house and you, you stay with him for a night and you're just like this is this is validating. This is nice and yeah, like, you get a, like, you, that really cool. like the warmth yeah. of, of humanity that yeah, comes exactly. from it. So what do you think what do you think like propelled you through like the exhaustive moments of that like how long did you feel like you were just kind of running on just a like i just don't know what else to do other than to keep going with the thing yeah, about <laughs> about two years that's <laughs> like yeah. what, or whatever the span of well the band it it like the band <laughs> the uh the like the it, project it, it, i guess uh-huh. i did this like thing and then i recorded a couple things and i had intentions of doing an lp um, which sort of, it was, it actually was recorded, but it never got put out, yeah. um, uh, for financial and also just like at, at, at a certain point, it's like, who is going to care what I like, how many people are going to listen to right. this, this one person, sure. what he's going to say or whatever. It just, and after a certain point, it felt kind of like maybe almost to a, also like to a point where people like when it became expected, it was kind of like, well, there isn't like, this isn't like exciting to anybody anymore you know because it's it's just it's not new you know so it's like what's, yeah what's the i next mean step? it's it's a little bit of a gimmick and, right and yeah so yeah, at what point does it like stop becoming like an interesting thought process and like just a the, this dude with a tape player who's like good at playing it right a tape player right so i recorded an lp with intentions of um it was kind of in the air of like all right i think i'm gonna do this and maybe just do it with a full band or do a full band tour and had these ideas and it just kind of never, it just kind of fizzled out. It just wasn't really, I kind of realized like artistically I wasn't that invested in it. At mm-hmm. the same time, Dark Thoughts had started. Um, another um, punk band that I'm in called Machine Gun had started, which was more of the hardcore spectrum. And it uh-huh. was like, I was already writing stuff for each band. I mean, the holidays those, is, it, it's know. kind of both of those things. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't, re- I didn't really need that anymore. Yeah. It, it's like, when I'm already doing this and I can put it over there and I'm already doing this, and I can put it over there. It's like, why do I write this right. yeah, thing, yeah. which is and also the same just thing, like not get and, and exhaust myself when right. I'm already putting effort into these other things. So it was kind of like, I, it's sort of this fizzled out, which is, yeah. which is good. And then like it, at the same time when that, when that sort of like r- truly ended or whatever, I guess the last, the last actual holiday show was a, I did a full band show, uh-huh. uh, in Philadelphia, um like i mean so to date the show it was big zit tenement and the holidays so that's like Ooh, that's a however, lineup however yeah. many years ago that was but uh-huh that's that was what it, that was like okay. the last actual show um and then uh and that was a full band show amy from dark thoughts played bass yeah um my friend perry um played guitar um and uh aaron Mushanic from like the Stasi and Haldol, Blank Spell. He played drums. Okay. Um, and that was it. We did one set, played for that, like ten minutes, right? And, that, and then that was kind of it. And that wasn't like I I knew that it was gonna kind of be the last thing for like a long time. And yeah. It just. I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. Go, yeah. Going back to like the like, yeah. what did you get your BFA in? Uh, like, sculpture. Sculpture. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um. So you know, was that like you were talking about like kind of. I guess theorizing on on punk and like within the art, like what were you kind of what were you aligning yourself with? Like what were you seeing 
You know what I mean? Oh, okay. When you're well, like, when you're like studying punk, like what is it that you're like? I feel like I went to I went to school for English, okay, and yeah. you know, eventually, like I kind of go down this track that's basically just like me thinking about like my favorite lyricists and going down like going down those that way holes in and terms of like and storytelling and stuff like that. Sort of superfluous in that way that it kind of kind of yeah. like you can. Was that the right word? I don't even know. Um, fluid is more what I meant. And I fluid, think I, I yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah. fluous is what I heard in uh-huh. my head. But, uh, but like punk is, uh, it's like you can adapt it to whatever situation you kind of want to do because it's more of just like a way of, I've to me anyway, it's just like sort of a way of thinking, I guess, or like yeah, a way of, right. and I mean, I was I was studying these uh, Bruce Nauman. It was like one of my favorite artists. Uh-huh. Um, I'm familiar with him or not. He's, uh, no, no, no. Um, he's famous for like he he did a lot of interesting like neon signs uh, with like sort of like methodical messages and like language and uh-huh. all these different things. What, and, like, what year is this? Uh, 60s, 70s. He's still current. It's like post minimal, maybe. Uh, sort of within the minimal, but he's kind of like he's he's sort of like hard to pin down in that in that area mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like he was like in California and in doing those different things and and oh, like in concurrent with. A lot of minimalist artists who I also really like, and uh, like Donald Judd, and uh, uh, it fails me to think I like, of anymore you because know, I have a microphone. Eve Klein and like like yeah, Lee yeah. Kasner sure, and like sure. those like um, yeah, plain like, prints. Uh, but I, I I guess like I I uh, so performance art and like minimalist art and all these different things that I was studying, uh, sort of kind of like got to a point where it was like, especially via Bruce Nauman, like he did a lot of these early performance pieces where he was doing things in his studio. And it was basically like his his uh, his like reasoning was like, if I'm doing something in my studio, then it's art. You know what I mean? Or it's like not to simplify it over over simplify right. or whatever, but it's kind of uh-huh. like if I'm doing this thing, like if I'm doing a simple thing and it's and I'm doing it, but it's in the studio, I can quantify it as art, or I can right, and I can open the boundaries of what art is basically, uh-huh. and sort of like my. I guess my take on that was like, well, if I'm, if I'm doing this thing and I'm really invested in it and I think that it has creative and conceptual value, then like, it doesn't really matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing, I can do a punk band if I want to, you know what I mean? I right. can book a punk show. A punk show can be art or I mean, someone like, yeah, uh, I mean, someone absolutely. like Haley Blackstone, who is from here is like an uh-huh. amazing artist. She yeah. was like conceptual artist, like is Hadley. I think that her, uh, her BFA show was like a uh, haunted house as art, you know, it was like, and it's yeah. like really more about space and about like figuring things out and like, and like breaking things down or whatever. And yeah, that's like, for sure. Distilliza- 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 distillation, distillation, you know, uh-huh. that thing where you break something down, yeah. um, <laughs> like that, that, um, that's like, that's performance art. That's, that's minimalism. That's the Ramones. That's yeah. like, you know, well, the Ramones and, like, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and that's like, I mean, that's really where it came from where it was like, well, if I can be in this thing and it's just stripping something down, there's this like, um, there's a, um, I think there's a quote. I want to say that it's, that it's, um, that it's Donald Judd, but I can't remember exactly, but it's like it, his early attempts at, uh, minimalist sculpture mm-hmm. he, he's quoted as saying that like when he f- when he felt the saw like going through the wood to make his first sculptures to like break those things down yeah. he felt like he was literally tearing something down and like literally yeah. like like actually sawing through ideas and concepts uh-huh. and just making a, a box you know yeah. and that's and the, and 
who couldn't say that that isn't the same as like the first Ramones record, right? Or, you know, just getting like getting up and or, fucking playing hearing, playing like yeah. shit and just saying like. Yeah. There's a guitar and bass and drums and a yeah. singer. Like fuck or, you. Or like, or like hearing like Picker King for the first time and having it just be like yeah. Like like hearing Poison Idea for the first time and having <laughs> pure hate and having it be like and having it and literally so having we like were, an experience. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And it's good. It's not like, to not to sidetrack, but you were you in Philly like during hardcore was weird in Philly during like the mid 2000s Oh yeah. Like, like the, I remember yeah. going to a show in New Jersey mm-hmm. and horror show was playing. Yeah. And everyone was just like just. Don't look at anybody. Just don't look Just at anybody. Don't do it. I mean, don't. it was, was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, when I was a young kid, I look back on this and it, and it's funny now as, uh, because uh, I when I was a young kid, I went to punk shows. I went to like street punk shows and uh-huh. like uh, bands that you know accessible bands for me. I would say, and I uh, like I I uh, I guess I'm a sober person. I would say that yeah. I'm straight I've been straighters my whole life yeah. or whatever like I've never drank or done drugs so. yeah for sure uh and so and coming with that is that like I also was into hardcore as, as a kid and and like I guess when I when I say hardcore that's like a very loose term for a lot of people so maybe like a lot of times when I say it I'm more thinking of the like 83 to 85 u.s hardcore and yeah and foreign and japanese and swedish and right. finnish and all and mm-hmm. a lot of those boston which is, which is a whole yeah, different yeah, yeah. yeah which is a whole it can be classified in, and is much different than your than your Cold Worlds and your Bane and, and yeah. War Hungry and who also have valid valid uh, like I, I still stuff, fucking love I mean? the, the early Bane stuff but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like do, it's, it's goofy different. so yeah it's yeah, different yeah, yeah. for people in, in uh-huh, different things but uh-huh. it's like when I when I was going to shows there were a lot of very thuggish men mm-hmm. who uh, were very intimidating and it was difficult I guess for me is like even though I was like a young straight edge kid, it was kind of tough to like go to a lot of those shows, or I was I was just kind of disinterested. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, like a band like like I mean, everyone in Dark Thoughts is gonna think I'm corny for saying this anyway, like Amy and Daniel. But like uh-huh. I I can see that like uh like bands like Cold World and bands like Blacklisted got yeah. people excited about going to certain shows and got people into certain things. And, is Blacklisted and like cool. laughed at? I, I love not laughed at, not laughed at, yeah, no yeah, that's yeah. what I mean uh-huh, not what I mean uh-huh. I mean they're, laughed f- they're at Philly by, right yeah. well laughed at by Amy and Daniel who uh-huh. love Batong Hysteria and Negazione and, yeah you know, sure and it's like uh-huh. because it because it is different because also Philly is such a big place and like mm-hmm. that like what you see as like early hardcore in the 2000s is also like Rambo and Kill Minute Questions and like so Stellock 13 yeah. and like all of these amazing punk bands that were like around at that time who w- weren't thugs right who just didn't have as much exposure uh-huh. or or maybe just didn't need it you know because it was a whole because it was punk it was just a different thing because i feel like um, hardcore is kind of like a further distillation of punk like well, hardcore just, is taking the ramones and making it faster it just and, well it just, i guess it just depends upon which era like, right sure you know sure I mean? sure because, like poison idea felt like they were just being motorhead you know or whatever and it's uh-huh. like or like uh negative approach just wanted to be like uk punk bands from it. and it's just like but they're negative approach so it's right. like you know it's like like they all <laughs> all those bands love the ramones or whatever and they yeah. just like kind of did it differently and just did it in their own way yeah you know? for sure and then and then people from the suburbs came in and and ruined it and <laughs> made it terrible and then and and you know and then it and then it changed and it did all these different things and like 
like you said, punk is so fluid. So like, there's so many things to factor in at the same time of like, mm-hmm. there's so much stuff going on all at the same time, even now. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. That it's like that, that one thing that it, like that, like dark thoughts and, and annihilation time and impalers are going to play a show together mm-hmm. and all of us are friends, but are like in way different right. circumstances of, of different things of like, if you had to be like the bands that these bands are like into or whatever not that it like i mean it's all the same thing but i guess you know what i mean or like like to me it's really weird and maybe to you it might make way more, like tons of sense but like we're playing a show with like iron chic and propagandi uh-huh. in september yeah and to me dark thoughts is the odd man out on that show yeah like we are a little bit we're like the total like like freaks on that show to you, it's like, oh, it's just a little bit. And to us, we're yeah, like, this yeah. makes no this sense. This makes absolutely and, no and sense. Don't get, and that doesn't Even though, mean, like, propaganda and, and, and uh, that, fucking Iron Cheek are pretty different, too. And at the same time, that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, like, it's also like, like, Amy loves propaganda, and that's what mm-hmm. we're playing. It's just like, yeah. it's like, I mean, obviously, we're playing because it's going to be fun or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. And playing shows is fun. But, like, uh, but it's just like, you know, so there's, there's that. So it's, I guess that's like a fun thing about being in this band is that we've run up against a lot of that stuff where uh-huh. it's just like there's so much stuff going on that we honestly don't feel like we fit in a lot of the time. Sure. But it's really fun because we just feel like we're doing our own thing anyway. And so, people and people yeah. are liking it and that's got to be like kind of its own source of, of validation is that it's not – it's you're not – being liked because you're doing the thing that's hot right now you're doing i guess, your thing. I guess so i don't know but, but I, like, can't, I can't speak to other people i feel like yeah for yeah, sure we're enjoying sure. it so that's that's like that's what good matters to us, I guess, um really, but but this does it, feel I guess like it does help when people go to the show yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I, I know just a tiny bit um but this is like to me this has like a lot of that same energy that the holidays did kind of in that this band I think is is very intentionally what it is. It's it sounds the way that it does, and I think that like the songs that you write are befitting to you know that sound. It's not. I guess what I'm what oh, I'm yeah. taking from it is that it's kind of it's a it's an expression of like the form of like Ramones influence punk. It's not so much as like you know a large personal expression of like all of these things that you like believe in like your politics aren't in here it's not every it's not well it's not that it's everything at once because like i i guess like one of those things that like what you're maybe what you're speaking to or speaking to like um like that conversation we had about art before of all those different things is like when someone tries to so you have this voice, right? You have this platform yeah. and you can say everything you want and you want to say everything that you believe in all these different things and all this, this different stuff. And that's great. Like everyone should be expressing themselves, but, uh, you know, especially within art context or within like using like intent, when you break something down and you can say something simply to uh-huh. someone, uh, that speaks so much more to everything. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And so it doesn't, so I guess, for me, maybe maybe one of those the finer points of like learning about if we if we're talking about holidays or we're talking about it being in any band really is right. just like saying it simply like saying it like and it's that doesn't mean that it's not intricate but because like well, look I think at the remotes, simplicity you know I mean? is Simplic- like as and, intricate as it gets exactly right? yeah so it's like to be able to do it um, in a way that like says what you're saying but you don't have to overstate it and then it comes because then it comes from like you know we're like 
then everything else is left to the politics and the beliefs and all and all those things are left to like this is who we are and like you can tell like it's like right you know you can vibe it from us from doing this thing from you know seeing I mean? you it doesn't it's, just, it's not yeah. you're not it's like expressing our, it, comes, it, it comes within from our, the action of uh, the act of doing something there's so, a really yeah. good uh i'm listening to an audiobook right now about 2001 a space odyssey it's fucking me up a little bit because i'm just thinking about how we're just going to become machines one day yeah but there's a quote that is read about stanley kubrick at the beginning where they're talking about his love of simplicity and that his goal was to communicate the same way like a telegram communicated. Mm -hmm. Like the example that they gave is a telegram that says sunken ship, several dead. That's what he wants. And that, that to me feels like, feels like, you know, what uh, he used to do that with like note and stuff. Did you ever see that documentary about his like caretaker? No, you it's know what? Good. I it's, it's I got it cued. It's the, good. The box uh, is one, right? And it's like it's about he he just has like um, it's this guy, some random Italian guy that he met uh-huh. and just became his care, and it was like the closest person to Stanley Kubrick, yeah. or whatever. And he would just leave him notes like all the uh-huh. time, just like uh, please yeah. do this, this, s, and that's it. And it's just like. These right. different things, and that's like how his brain worked, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, simple stuff. Cool. Yeah, because yeah. I feel. Yeah, exactly. It's because, <laughs> yeah. and I think that like you know, it's something that what I like about your band a lot is that it comes it comes from a, a place that I think everybody can kind of recognize, but it doesn't like lean into it in the way that like people kind of lean into like you know music trends of the past. Like it's not like you know people want to do like a grunge band and it's just like okay as long as we get like the tone and the aesthetic right like maybe we maybe the songwriting can go second you know exactly oh man you're you feel that you (laughs) you have to be like very aware of this sort of thing because there's also there's that and there's there's ramon's core i was joking about us being snobs but it's kind Uh of you know that's where a lot of that comes from i think it's just like yeah especially i mean don't get me wrong like we we definitely listen to the queers in the van. Yeah, I, I swear, you know, uh-huh. we listen to the Lillingtons a lot. And yeah, it's like, and that stuff's cool, and that's what we came up on and everything. But it, that is a different thing. It's a different space and time, and like also uh, has become irrelevant because of itself and because of the, some of the members and right. those different things, obviously. Uh-huh. And it's like, is so it's, um, so it and it, well, I, I guess. Uh, I should take that back. It is not totally irrelevant, obviously, because there is still relevance to the point that people can listen to it and get into it. And if somebody can listen to something and it gets them pumped up, then like, cool, you know, but it's like irrelevant in the stupid ways that everybody is already thinking about who right. is listening to this, you know, right. uh-huh. but like, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and like, that is a big thing that maybe we, we struggle with sometimes of people being like, they're Ramon's core and the perfection of Ramon's core right. is the most stupid thing in the world to me. It's just yeah. like that's not what I'm interested in. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. really just like I just love the Ramones a lot, and I, I like hear a thing, and I'm like, oh, I like that thing. I like, that yeah, thing I want that. Right, right, like, right. How do you make that sound happen? You know. So, so what do you so, think? What do you think was kind of like the missing piece? You talk about like um, having holiday songs that were kind of like leaning into where dark dark thoughts was these poppier songs was it uh was it just that you kind of needed a different avenue to kind of like fully embrace that and make yeah, it happen yeah i just never really like i mean to uh, granted like i mean i love as i said like i like 
at the same time of doing these different things, I'm also doing like playing in a hardcore band and doing this stuff and like going on tour and doing different things like that. And, um, like there's also a level of like, I just wasn't feeling being like a melodic songwriter at that time. And was more like, like I'm into playing in a fast band and being really pissed off. And and some of that could come from being like a 21 year old who, you know, coming from the background where I was in and was was fucking mad, you know? Yeah. And and, and a lot of, and a lot of those, not to like, I I don't say that like to anyone who would hear this to be like, Oh, you should pity me because I was so mad. And because everybody comes from a lot of fucked up scenarios and like, that's why most of us are here uh, and are like interested in any of this stuff. And I think like, for me that like getting into that was also just like figuring that out for myself and like those different things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, I just, so in my brain, I just like that stuff was always there, but I was like, there was nobody who was, who I was around me who was really interested in doing anything like that. And I just wasn't comfortable or, or ready to do it yet, I guess. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, it changed when like Amy and I became closer friends um and shared an equal love of the Ramones and would talk about them different stuff and everything and yeah. um at one point at some point we had a conversation that was like why don't we start a band that that sounds like this and we made each other I made a tape she made me a playlist uh and it was like I think the tape I had like had an exploding hearts song on it got to get away by stiff little fingers yeah. uh maybe maybe a couple of Ramones songs and like couple other more like entry-level power pop songs and she sent me a bunch of she sent me like nasty facts and uh like who's nasty i don't know nasty facts nasty facts they're great uh, yeah I don't know. you know you don't know drive my car seven inch i'm sorry jim Dude, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm just trying to Research. keep up i know no no no. they're uh yeah nasty facts and like um i'm trying to think of who else was on that uh like the muffs and like yeah uh, yeah, I know the Muffs. There you go. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll throw an entry level one. This is more the Warner <laughs> Brothers crowd. So you oh yeah, thank uh, you. But, uh-huh. <laughs> uh But my, my Goo Goo Dolls records yeah, over like, here. Warner like, Brothers uh, baby. Like screaming sneakers and yeah, like, sure. different things like that. And we just we were in the same mindset. So from that, I kind of wrote I wrote like five songs, mm-hmm. which became the the demo that we did. Uh, and at the same time, um, Daniel uh, moved from orlando florida to philadelphia because a lot uh, there was like a large uh exodus of florida people that all moved kind of at the same time um uh a lot of them went to philadelphia and some of them went to chicago as well uh-huh. including ben and jono yeah, yeah, yeah true uh and who are all great people and are still tight in Fucking that connection or whatever and uh, oh my god and um and like we knew that daniel was a drummer and I hadn't really met him yet, but Amy knew him and knew him from his other bands and knew that he, he also played in pop punk bands and was in the same, right in the same wheelhouse. So it was kind of like, all right, let's meet. And we met, kind of became friends, you know, whatever. And then it was like, all right, let's, let's hang out. We'll, we'll have a practice. So the first practice was me and Daniel alone, uh, just playing guitar and drums. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I have these songs. Like, I'm going to play what I think they should sound like and just let me know what you do. And yeah. it just clicked. It was like, Daniel's got, he knows how to do the thing. Fantastic. And, and then Amy learned the other songs and then we became, Uh that's pretty much how it happened. So it was kind of just like, like it happened pretty naturally in that, like, 
I was still doing holidays at this point. So like, uh-huh. um, uh, but I think that I would just, just like wanted to, I was just like at a point where I was just like, Oh, I'm already playing. I was playing in, um, like a, a hardcore band at the time called bad side. I think was maybe still, a you band. were in bad side. Yeah. I, I play guitar in bad side. Um, the Perry, Perry, who was in holidays the uh-huh. live band was a singer of bad side as well. Um, but, um, okay. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. That was a fucking good band. It was an all right. <laughs> uh, actually, Max, Max from Bad Side is driving our tour. Uh, yeah. And we, we had a funny conversation today about how um, had we had an actual van, uh, such as the one that we were renting that he is driving now, uh-huh. that band might have potentially stayed a band. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were talking about That's some of the That's funny how that, that stuff and, goes, right? Like and, the... and things, situations that we that you put yourself in when you haven't toured very yeah. much. Yeah. And, man it's uh-huh. a rough band to be in but yeah so i i was in that band at the time and um was like just like working and writing songs or whatever and then uh-huh. it's just kind of like just what i wanted to when do when you start time. going into this is it like as you're writing these songs do you find yourself like getting really like into this type of writing because there's kind of like i just get a sense of like listening to that lp where it's just like you're becoming like more and more comfortable with like the presentation and like the way you're singing and it's like you're utilizing your voice so well at that point (laughs) (laughs) well thanks i mean i feel yeah i guess i guess there's more comfort with it it's really more like for me anyway because it's really like the band writes everything Mm -hmm. um and i like and what that means is like i will write lyrics and i'll write riffs and 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 things and sit and play them over and over again and come home from work and play them over and over again yeah, in my yeah. room because that's just like how that's what i is like my you just have to like drive that's kind of just what i do it's th- that's not work for me that's like it's fun like playing guitar is fun you know yeah. and i like i like like oh i figured this thing out you know whatever and mm-hmm. so that's that's like fun for me and then i can kind of i basically can kind of come up with a list of like all right well these 10 things are good, you know, or whatever. These 12 things are good. And then I can bring them to them. And for the most part, we don't have to do much to it, but it's just kind of like stylistically and like rhythmically, they are the ones that like Amy and Daniel are the ones that kind of like hammer it down. And which is pretty easy for us because we're all really good friends. So it's just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Amy, especially stylistically is like, this part's too long or this part is, this or it sounds too much like this or whatever. Yeah, for it's, sure. It could be corny. Uh-huh. Um, and I can kind of ask, I'm comfortable enough with them, but we're comfortable enough with each other that we can ask those questions of like, maybe this should be like a little slower. Maybe this should be a little faster, things like that. Or yeah. Um, so looking at it, that first LP did well. You know, I feel yeah, like did all right. yeah, it, good. you got a good what you have going for you as far as like the way your music re- is received is that the people who like it really like it, which is I feel very fortunate. Yeah. You know? Like, I think I guess maybe what I'm trying to say is that like we are it's much more important for us to like make it sound good. And when we can do it to the to our standard of like if we'll like it then we'll feel way more comfortable if anybody else like getting it to the point where it's like we like it we don't really care if anybody else likes it right that's most of the time when when it's when normally we're like this is gonna work I think. well if you're like you know? if you're like yeah. working to a thing and yeah. you're thinking about like all right well what would i like to be 
you know, how would I perceive this being on the other side? If I'm yeah. watching this, like, am I going to enjoy this? Yeah. Yes or no? And that's like, if, it, if that's I mean, not going, the instinct that you're following, then you're doing something wrong. Or maybe you're yeah. just doing something very, very right and you're, yeah. <laughs> you're very I mean, successful like, doing it. I think like no knowing your audience is also just as much a part about knowing yourself, you know? Yeah. Uh, which comes from that maybe some of that art background too. It's just like you got to know who's going to like your like your thing or look at your thing or whatever but also knowing it and then not not working towards it you know like uh-huh. especially for me mu- that i feel like the biggest thing with music is that like it's such a it's such a personal thing that it really has to come from i feel like all the things that i like the most or that i've like really like gotten into mm-hmm. are definitely come from places where like those people were like doing this thing and it's their thing and they like just they know the parts of all those different things like even current bands too, where it's just like this is locked in. Somebody wrote this. Every, every aspect it. of this, and is it's like, like yeah, the yeah, reason yeah. that I like this is, and it, it responds to all this other stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it makes sense, and that's like what good artists too, I think. Yeah, know? is yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like when it hits, it hits because it responds to you, and it also responds to everyone else, mm-hmm. and it responds to everything else that was ever made, which is a big spectrum to to make, and that's like maybe the biggest thing, but it's like that's what you know that's what like good creative output is i guess right i, don't know. I mean yeah we're you know God, we're, li- we're, we're so stupid for no saying. i think i think that's great <laughs> yeah. um but i mean yeah it's it's you know we're living in like a postmodern age right so it's it's just like the i think the rush to like put everything in there or to you know do a thing but also like you know you want to hit on like something very like deeply personal in your lyrics and yours is almost like a like no i want to i want to say the right thing for this song well i can't say that the things that i don't that i write are not deeply personal they are Mm -hmm. but maybe it's just that like they're written in a way that uh i know what it is but it doesn't need to be for everybody else, you know, right? There's stuff that the songs are about stuff. Like there, uh-huh. there are re, there are things that right. they come from, you know. Yeah, but they're, yeah, yeah. But they're, uh, but I guess, I guess maybe it's just it's easier to make it so that it, like somebody, it's it, there's a big thing to be said about someone when someone can like take something that you made and make it theirs, and that's just yes. like that's the best. Like that's the coolest thing is like when somebody comes up to you and is just like, yo, I listen to this every day, and like this song like makes me feel this way and i feel so much better because of it like right. fuck yeah, yeah like fucking who great. doesn't want that you know what yeah. i mean you can throw every record out like that's awesome like yeah you know it's really cool that's like there's been like maybe one or two minor times where that's happened with mm-hmm. us like at a live show someone t- comes up and talks to us and yeah. it's like dude cool like fucking thank you, you made so my much. life you know right. like that shit's great like do you put any thought into like you know you're you're one of the few bands that I think is is playing right now where there's like there's just a like straight timelessness to to all of this like none of these songs and like the Ramones did this so unbelievably well where there's nothing that says like this song came out in 1976 it's just like this song could have come out in 1950 it could have come out like yesterday I guess well, it depends which Ramones album you listen to I guess that's ones, true the ones that came the, out in 1992 definitely uh-huh, came out in 1992 and the <laughs> ones that came out in 1985 came out in 85 or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah maybe that's just because I'm like a nerd or whatever but but uh but yeah I I mean I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I just write stuff that I like. You know. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I just. I just hear. I don't know. I I listen to music all the time. I I collect records and, uh, 
I'll like hear stuff that I like and just be like, Oh, how can I do or like stuff that makes me excited, like different parts and things. Mm -hmm. I'll like hear stuff like that. And I'll be like, how do they do that? And then try and figure that out and be like, how can I write something like that? Which yeah. is cool. Cause I, I, there's, I mean, there's, I mean, for dark thoughts that probably comes more from a space of like power pop records and like 77 punk records and like yeah. the clash and the Ramones and stuff. And, and then like for other bands, it's like listening to gauze or listening to like, like the Necros LP or something or like, mm-hmm. or it's just like, how do they do this intro or whatever? Like, what is that? Right. You know, what is that? Like, Oh, that part. You get into that mosh part, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, like how did they do that? Like, like what is this fast? Like, why did they do this thing where like the guitar is totally just playing open notes for like thirty seconds Uh and then playing a chord, but then the next time there it's actually playing a chord, and it's like they probably just messed it up, but it sounds cool. So like, how do you do that? You know? Yeah, for sure. That's what cool. That's what makes all that shit. So much of it, yeah. Yeah. Like the accidents. Is there like? There's this really great. Oh, I wish Max was here because I don't I don't remember which song it is, but this is really great Motorhead solo where the dude uh-huh. <laughs> is soloing and he fell over backwards. Yeah, and it's they and it's just feeding back like he's ripping and he's ripping so hard in the studio that he fell over backwards and just stopped playing because he fell over. Yeah, and then gets back up and keeps playing and they left it in on it and there's incredible. just feedback yeah and you would only know that unless you heard it like because uh-huh. you're like why did it sound like why? that? what yeah, is this yeah, so yeah. stupid uh and that that like that's awesome like that's cool well you know? yeah it's yeah. like I, every time i listen to like you know like like bob stinson like guitar solos and it's just like nobody could ever replicate that because nobody knows like what the f- how the fuck did he do that yeah, he like, probably didn't it. know he's yeah. just like doing it because he's wasted um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I, I was thinking about reading that book again and like i don't i don't drink either i, I quit drinking a few years ago and like yeah. that was a tough book to get through because it's just like stop drinking I mean, it's, oh. like people can drink everyone yeah. drinks you know like i'm my my personal uh history has led me in a path where i have come to terms with the fact that like alcohol is not good for me yeah and necessarily good for my family yeah but everything is good in moderation for anybody sure if they can if they can control it i think yeah, yeah, yeah. and like i don't speak for the rest of the band by saying like oh i'm straight edge and i don't drink or whatever because it's like no we're just normal people and yeah, like, yeah, yeah some people party you know and like i love partying it's good uh-huh. like Stayed up till four in the morning every night at Skullfest, <laughs> hanging out. I just, I just wasn't on drugs, you know. I was yeah, like, for sure. But it's cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to project. Oh no, of course not. But I, I guess like you know, for someone who would hear something like that, especially like, that's something that maybe I, I also like, grapple with. Like, I mean, thematically or whatever too. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, like, how to live in. Like, uh, I mean, to talk about alcohol or whatever, or like talking to be a little bit more serious, but like uh-huh. to live like that has always been a thing that's like around and like alcohol is so per- pervasive in our culture. And right. like, it's so, there's so many things that are linked towards drinking or, or drugs or like partying and different mm-hmm. and not just in punk, but in like everywhere, like everywhere, in life, yeah, yeah, like yeah. society or whatever. Like getting off of work and, has like alcohol yeah, attached ex- to it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, waking, you know, waking up and like from the next morning or whatever and like all these Mm -hmm. different things and just like how people get through their day. And, uh, so that's like a, it is thematically something that I think about and, and at times struggle with and like, 
and figuring out like living in a world where that's okay for me you know what i mean because right. it's because sometimes it makes me really mad you know sometimes it sure sometimes it brings up bad stuff and it and it and it and then other times it makes me laugh you know where it's just like oh this person got really drunk and they did this funny thing you uh-huh. know and it's like <laughs> and so like you know it's it's not i guess like being sober in a certain sense especially like going on 30 is just like you learn to not live in extremes you know and right. like not that like the world is a big place and it's really yeah beautiful and confusing and it's like and it's like how can you you know where do you fit you know and it's cool yeah and i feel like especially like i've been i mean there's definitely friends of mine who are older who are like shut up jim you're just you're just 30 you just, i turned 30 uh-huh. two months ago whatever right but yeah, i've been yeah. I've been. But on, you think I'm about it all you prep i'm on that it. trip right. where it's like where uh-huh. it's like i've i've like uh where i'm like seeing stuff where it's like i especially like we've been talking a lot about it where it's just like dude yeah, I don't have to care about anything now. It's sick. Yep. Just, Damn, dude, you I did just this, turn 30. I love right? this, I love this yeah, corny yeah. record. This is great. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, yeah, I'm totally going to buy it. <laughs> like, or, or like, you know, the, or the things that I am still really into. I'm like, yeah, like I've Fucking, been into this yeah, for 30 years. This amazing. Is cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, guess like, you know, thinking about, thinking about things in those terms and like the world and where you fit in it, is there, you know, I guess I'm going back to like that propagandian and Iron Sheik show. Mm-hmm. Is there yeah, sure. is there you know the thought that like you know if we wanted to like turn this into more than a thing that uh, you know a lot of a good amount of people like care really passionately about. You know what I'm I'm thinking of like the taking it to a to a higher level. Is that something oh you that mean you like think the about? the level of like via the label sense or something yeah. like that yeah uh it's interesting that you brought that up i guess uh because we we had a sim uh i'm gonna speak very diplomatically about this but uh-huh. we, we had a uh uh like a uh a, a, like a big conversation and potentially a situation with the newest record with the newest record came out in july uh-huh. on stupid bag and on drunken sailor um in the uk and uh those people are our friends and they're awesome and mm-hmm. um we had they did the first record as well and uh we had already had this plan of like we we're gonna keep writing lps we're planning on writing another lp before the end of the year and mm-hmm. and like just doing doing the thing and those people are our like best friends and it's just that we trust them and it's right. good yeah, and yeah, like yeah. we we have like we have a thing and it, and it works for us, you know, or it, or it has, you know, anyway. So that's like why, why fight it or whatever. But we did, uh, before this most recent record came out, um, have interest from a certain label. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, that label would have put us on a plane that would have been like maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. And, um, we like, uh, we had interest uh, via some other friends, um, who kind of put in a word for us. Uh, at the same time we had done a tour, we were kind of down and out a little bit Uh and, uh, we were like, well, this could be really cool. We could get distribution. And the biggest thing for us of doing anything like that, um, would have been what if we became the band that like that 14 year old kid who goes to the CD store gets into our band first instead of, x number of other bands that they could get into right which is, you, know, uh, you gotta you know, wait till you're like 22 and to find you know it. And, and and so we were like this could be really cool 
And obviously there's like, you know, the potential of like advances or doing tours and different things like that. And so we had a big conversation about this. Um, and that's with what label? I'm just kidding. I'm I, try, mean, I tried to catch you. It's no, cool. No, 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 I go mean, ahead. I mean, it was with I don't know, people. It's a known thing. I was I'm being diplomatic about it, but it was with yeah. fat. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And, uh, uh, long story short, uh, we, we were in talks with them. We sent them the record. Uh, we got a, we got a email back that was like, we really like this. We're excited about this. Uh-huh. And, uh, it was like, um, there's one more main person from fat who shall uh-huh. remain nameless, who, uh, had to listen to it and check it out. And it, and, uh, after kind of two months of time period when we could have already sent the record out yeah. and we had to tell those other two labels, stupid bag and drunken sailor who are our friends that we had to wait on it and that we potentially might not be doing records with them anymore. And it was a big conversation of like all yeah. these different things. Uh-huh. Uh, we got an email back that was like, Hey, you know what? We're just not that into it. <laughs> and it was like, uh-huh. well, okay. Uh, so, uh, given that, um, and, uh, I mean, regardless of that situation, uh, had that even happened mm-hmm. because of the recent troubles that no effects have had in the, in the media, dark thoughts right. never would have put out a record on fat had that yeah. happened anyway. Sure. And it would have just been pulled regardless. Uh-huh. So we actually sidestepped a whole bunch of trouble. Yeah. Cause you would have had that. to like deal with getting we would have it to back, deal with that right. and, and do mm-hmm. any of those different things. And at the same time that that happened, um, like literally the day after, uh, and to speak the best about like Jeff Bolt from Superbag and Julian uh-huh. from Drunken Sailor, they were both like, that sucks. No problem. Can't wait to put the record out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like out the next week, uh, sent to the plant and then we got it back and it's done and it's good and we're stoked on it. And yeah. we've been doing all this stuff that's like really fun. Those shows with like, that show with propaganda is gonna be really fun and like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're we're playing we have uh a couple decent shows with nightbirds coming up which would be really cool who are really good friends yeah um they it's just a new record too. out and that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be cool and like we're doing this tour and it's going well and we played some cool shows like going on we're going to the uk and like we were an active band yeah and so like that level of stuff is just kind of like arbitrary to us really yeah sure because it's kind of like i mean we're lucky we're very lucky and fortunate and we have a lot of really good friends who i'm like very i have so much gratitude for who have like really just been like solely on the fact that like they liked our band yeah would just be like would be like hey come do this thing you know what i mean and it's like some of that stuff also like kind of steps out of our comfort zone a little bit which is like we maybe like the we like the dudes in iron cheek super sweet um, but it's not also not necessarily in our wheelhouse, but like, mm-hmm. they were like, come play with us in Philly. And we, and we went and played with them, you know, yeah. and, and dumps is fucking cool. And those guys are really nice. And it was, and it was a fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and yeah. like, uh, and like that in turn, like also helps out with just other stuff where it's just like, people see that and are like, Oh, they did this. Maybe they'll do this, you know, whatever. And it's right. And it's nice. Cause it's like, we just take that as it comes. People like it, we're not hard to get a hold of. Like, uh-huh. The if you the contact on our Bandcamp is my email. If yeah. you want if you if I said something stupid on this thing that you or I quoted the wrong artist or whatever and you want to correct me, yeah. uh like you it goes right to my cell phone, you know uh-huh. what I mean? So like it's just like it's just like we we just get those things and then we have like nice friends who help us out and uh like we've kind of at this point it's like 
it works why not rock the boat you know like it's, yeah. it's going good so we're like and we have plans to do more stuff we're gonna do uh hopefully a single and a record in the next year that's like awesome. the projected plan yeah um and like and like uh and like yeah it's like that stuff like we we do all that stuff on our own anyway and it's like a lot of that stuff really just like it just looks cooler than it is and it's like really it's like right it's just like yeah like you could sign to this label but like you you have to buy all your records from them and they cost twice as much as they would if you did it yourself Uh so like you could do it yourself with your friend and still like just care as much you know what i mean yeah and it's like shows are good so yeah things are just like happening well it's good you know i think that like um i think that what you do the draw that i always had to it was that it's just like it's it's intentional and it's it's there's a lot of goodness that comes out of it i think those songs are they're just like fantastic and they're just there's i have such a warmth that's associated with like that sound mm-hmm. and you know the things that you're saying on there i think are just like fuck yeah you're, well, just, mean, you're just, hitting at the like you're hitting the good levels i think oh that's, well i'm very grateful to hear any person say that and that's that's awesome yeah. you know what i mean that's that's it makes me feel very warm and fuzzy you know yeah like, for like, sure because really it's just like well i'm just gonna sit in my room and play this over and over again and yeah i hope that i hope it, hope it hope doesn't that they suck like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> well it's it's it sounds pretty good in my opinion so i was really <laughs> excited to, to have you over so thank you for yeah. uh for trekking up here cool yeah awesome all right, oh. this is it. I'm gonna click the pen one more time. Yeah. Cool. You have fun. Yeah. All right. Hey, great stuff. Jim bringing such great perspective into what he creates and how it's received. You know, I have the past several weeks talked to people who express a lot of gratitude. For being able to do what they do, and that's something I try to breathe in as much as I can. Thanks to Jim for coming over to chat. Check out Dark Thoughts online, darkthoughts.bandcamp.com. Subscribe to this podcast, this one right here on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on Bandcamp, betteryetpodcast.bandcamp.com. The website is betteryetpod.com. Like the page on Facebook. You can send me a message on there. Check out my other shows, postmarked them meta perspectives in professional wrestling and as you were a podcast about alkaline trio keeping things busy and exciting on all fronts check those babies out and thank you so much thank you jim thank you chloe and lily especially lily this week closing with nasty facts jim you happy come back next week thanks i'm not as strong as i Stoned as I seem I'd rather die